I'm Denise. I'm the Scottish one. And she's a non-fiction editor. And I'm Louise, the English one. And she's a fiction editor. And together, we're the Editing Podcast. Hello and welcome to the Editing Podcast. So Denise, what are we talking about this week? Hello, yes. Well, so this week, we have 18 blogs for you that offer guidance on various aspects of writing craft. And there were hundreds to pick from. Yes. <laughs> we decided to focus on some of our favourites, blogs that post regularly and are in the main curated by editors and book coaches. Though there are several that don't fit into this category, but we just had to include them anyway because we love them and they're great. Yes, there are loads of brilliant blogs we could have included, but you could do a podcast just about all the resources out there. So yeah. apologies if you've got a great writing craft blog that we didn't include. And we'll list all the links at the end so you can get your teeth into whatever you think fits your your needs best. So Louise, why don't you kick off? Okay, so first up is the editor's blog curated by Beth Hill. If you've not read Beth's book, The Magic of Fiction, you should if you're a fiction writer or mm-hmm. a fiction editor. Now Beth's blog focuses on the full spectrum of story craft, but I especially love her big picture guidance, pace, characterization, viewpoint, conflict, story art, all that big picture stuff. Beth's all about helping people learn to write better and want to write better. I think her tagline actually is something along those lines, but she's she's amazing. Yeah, yeah, sounds great. Uh, next is the Subversive Copy Editor blog from Carol Saller. Uh, now, Carol tends to focus on creative writing, and since nonfiction can also be creative, it's a go-to for everyone. Mm-hmm. And she knows her stuff, uh, having served as Chief Copy Editor for the 16th edition and Consultant for the 17th edition of the Chicago Manual of Style and as the editor of its Q&A which I always mm. loved reading yeah 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 they're yeah. great it's hilarious hel- sometimes, very actually. funny and doesn't yeah. pull her punches sometimes either yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and she's never prescriptive on her blog just very mindful and has some great advice particularly on sentence level craft for any writer yeah yeah I love Carol yeah we have um, a blog from one of our guests, actually, Tim Storm of uh, the Storm Writing School. The yeah. articles section of Tim's website is a goldmine for fiction authors who want to hone their story craft. And I especially love his focus on character development and scene craft. And Tim's strength is taking structural problems and framing the solutions in really accessible ways. I, I always think his blog offers plenty of curtain lifting moments. Yes. <laughs> So next up are the posts on the Bacon Editing website, courtesy of our colleague Dr Claire Bacon. Claire specialises in editing for scientific and medical professionals and she has advice on presenting research findings, bias-free writing and formatting scientific writing. Now there's no blog tab on the website so you'll need to scroll down the homepage to locate her words of wisdom Uh, but I think this sort of thing is really helpful for people who are writing in this field and because I I just don't think there is many easily accessible resources out there as there are for say fiction Mm. editing so um, yeah that's that's, that's interesting isn't there yeah there's a lot of fiction blogs yes yeah I think non-fiction and particularly academic is potentially less well served really yeah that's (laughs) a, a lesson for any editors out there yeah. So um, our next blog is Clarity, curated by our pal Lisa Poisseau. 
an editor and book coach who's on the podcast this season actually to chat yeah. with us about book coaching now lisa has a journalistic background and years of book editing experience and her blog focuses on the bigger picture stuff so drafting critiquing managing the revision process setting writing goals dealing with submissions um loads of stuff really good yeah really thorough yeah right now this might seem a little self-serving uh, but i'm shouting out your blog louise <laughs> the parlor uh, well thank you Ma. well i think i think that's fair enough isn't it yeah it's I our would... podcast <laughs> yes it's our podcast of course yeah uh, but you know if, if people aren't aware louise is a fiction editor and specifically a sentence level specialist and there's a stack of articles on just about everything you need to know to make your novel work at line level things like dialogue punctuation viewpoint show and tell and the blog complements her book editing fiction at sentence level when's the paperback available louise um i think i think sort of now <gasps> it's just i'm i'm checking i've got my i've got my author proofs coming through from um amazon but it's um yes yeah, so it's it's within days Exciting. by the time this goes out it'll be available yeah. lovely we'll so, put a link yeah. to that in the show notes yes good stuff yeah. So um, next up is the Radical Copy Editor blog hosted by Alex Capitan. If you want gentle, clear and measured guidance on inclusive writing that seeks to, and I'm paraphrasing Alex here, liberate rather than oppress and heal rather than harm, and you want to learn more about why language isn't neutral and the impact that can have on your writing and your audience, this mm -hmm. blog is where to head. It's absolutely amazing. And I think that's just a really important um, thing that, that any writer should be aware of and making sure mm. that they are addressing that, uh, whatever they're writing. Yeah. Yeah. Now to the fabulous Anne Handley. Um, Anne has a blog and a newsletter, which is magically called Total Anarchy, uh, both of which are really <laughs> worth delving into. Um, Anne is one of the most influential marketers on social media, but she also comes from a writing and editing background and her blog will help writers nail their web copy and business writing so that it reflects the writer's brand identity. And I've said this before, but if you ever get an opportunity to see Anne speak, she is absolutely fantastic and she wears the most amazing suits as well. <laughs> she really does you should check out her instagram feeds yeah check out her wardrobe <laughs> yes absolutely our next pick is helping writers become authors curated by km wyland km is um a writer of historical and speculative fiction and storycraft books and also offers author mentoring and the blog has loads of great stuff on structure so character arcs scene structure outlining mastering first chapters managing plot reveals and loads more check that one out definitely yeah, we're fairly clicking through all these resources now, aren't we? We are, we are. Yeah. So another fabulous resource is the article section of the Writer's Digest website. The blog curates contributions from guest authors writing on subjects across multiple genres. And what I like is that they have a drop down menu so you can access articles by genre, goal and level, which makes the site much easier for a writer to navigate. Yeah, and that's important because there is so much on there, actually. It's a, it's a bit tricky to find stuff. Yeah. So now I'm going to return the favour and give Denise <laughs> a shout out Ooh. because I absolutely love um, her blog, but in particular, this um, series called Worry-Free Writing. Um, and again, sort of thinking back to what we were saying about Claire and how um, I think this is a this is a field that's underserved. And, and I think you've, you've really sort of nailed a niche there. Um, your business and education editing skills really show through in your blog because the solutions you offer are always really, really clearly explained. Oh, so that even, you, be 
<laughs> so that even it's important because even beginner writers can get their heads around punctuation and grammar and mm. there are lots um, of blogs that dig deep into more advanced writing techniques but the nitty-gritty sometimes does get overlooked which means people who need to write for their business are being overlooked too yeah so I hope you've planned more for that series well, I do. Um, as you know, Louise, my website is undergoing a total overhaul. <laughs> might have been undergoing a total overhaul for uh, a while now. A little while. Yes. Um, so much on my plate. <laughs> um, but the learning centre that uh, that is planned for it will um, have the worry-free writing tips stored there and I'm planning to feature a lot more of them. So, yes, good, thank you. Good. So next up is the Libro Editing blog by fellow editor Liz Dexter. Liz is someone else who writes for everyone, not just advanced writers. So she's done some brilliant posts that student and new academic writers will find really useful. And they cover topics such as plagiarism and references in academic writing, but also some great tutorials for editors and writers who are novices with tools such as Excel and Word. It's a great resource. I actually used some of her um, blogs on setting up MailChimp, I think it was. I'm sure she yeah. had some on that. Really yeah. helpful in, in sort of wider things around um, being an editor and running out. Yeah, and just business. sort of anybody who works with words and, 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 and doesn't want to get stuck um, with their writing because of technical things that are, are, you know, are acting as obstacles. Really good stuff. Yeah, yeah. So my next shout out is for Sophie Playle's Liminal Pages blog. Sophie was a guest in season three. Can you hear my dog? No. Moaning? No. Oh, good. <laughs> Can you hear my chair squeaking? So Sophie was... Uh, no. No, that's good. <laughs> So Sophie was a guest in season three and she talked about developmental or structural editing and self-editing. She has a wealth of knowledge about fiction storycraft and while she does cover sentence level guidance on her blog, there's also some excellent advice about synopsis, submission, getting feedback, using metaphor, understanding theme, characterisation, viewpoint and loads more. Yeah, there's just so much there, isn't there? Yeah. yeah. Our next choice is the Creative Pen blog, um, hosted by Joanna Penn. Joanna is a prolific writer, both of fiction and non-fiction, but she's also a savvy authorpreneur. I have to say that's a word I have struggled with a little bit there. <laughs> tell yeah uh, you kind of had a little pause yeah it's um i think all these preneur words don't quite do it for me but anyway sorry that was a distraction <laughs> um but so head to this blog for great advice from her and her guests there's something for everyone whether you're looking to improve craft in a particular genre or to develop your writing business yeah now, next up is the Book Baby blog. I think there's a little bit of a fiction bias in uh, the How to Write archive, mm -hmm. but it's worth any writer checking out anyway, because there's something for everyone in this, including guidance on self-publishing, promotion and writing tools. Um, best of all, just like with Writer's Digest, there's a search tool so you can type in keyword terms like business writing or character and you'll see everything available. Yeah, yeah. So the next pick is the Ally or Alliance of Independent Authors blog. We're both huge Ally fans yeah. and we love what they're doing to push indie publishing forward. And in addition to all the advice about the business end of the self-publishing journey, there are plenty of craft articles on mapping a novel, plotting, character, narrative art, punctuation and research. So it's really worth checking that out. Our next feature blog is Emma Darwin's The Itch of Writing. And in case you're wondering, yes, she is related to Charles. She is, yeah. <laughs> so Emma's blog focuses on fiction and creative nonfiction. She's a writer, a teacher and editor, and I love her stuff. There's guidance on story and line level craft, 
everything from plotting to the nitty-gritty of punctuation. And I like the personal feel to her articles. It's like sitting in a room with her. That's how I feel when I read her things. Yeah, definitely. It's very, very sort of personal like that, Mm. yeah. Finally, we have Jane Friedman. Uh, Jane's award-winning blog has invaluable guidance on getting published, writing proposals and query letters, and there's help on characterisation, revision, narrative arc, suspense, dialogue, and loads more. It's just a massive treasure trove. It's interesting, isn't it? Because I'm I'm listening to us talk about this stuff, and, and I'm still sort of getting a sense that in the blogging world, there is this overall, there is a bias towards fiction and creative nonfiction. I think there's still a lot more to be done for, for um, Absolutely. unless we're just not seeing it. Well, I mean, well, I think that's an interesting point. I mean, it may well be that there are people writing stuff for it, but we're not seeing it. So which yeah. asks the question, why are we not seeing it? Are they, yeah. are they yeah. writing all this fantastic stuff, but not promoting it in a way yeah. that... Um, because that, even if I tend to be drawn more towards fiction blogs, your your with your specialist field mm-hmm. you know you 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 wouldn't be like that so no. um so it, it 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 is it is an indication that there's there's plenty there's room out there i Absolutely. think for more writing on this stuff. yeah and and more regular writing i think that's yeah. the thing yeah. is um you know i think yeah. probably a lot of our editor colleagues who've got um uh, websites and um, they'll have a blog and they've maybe got a couple of things on it and and they could be really good things but if you're not updating and refreshing your blog regularly it's not going to be visible really so yeah. and um, also that's mm-hmm. a good reminder that we when you've got a blog if you have a blog and you're not actively doing anything with it even if you've got old content but that's evergreen that that's still rewarding and valuable and useful to, to readers do keep putting it out do keep distributing it um that's what we always say isn't it Denise? Absolutely. Like, keep putting it out there because social media for example is so noisy that lots of stuff gets missed in people's feeds and i still get um yeah. people commenting on and clicking through and i know you do too absolutely um, stuff to, from to years articles. ago yeah from yeah. years ago because it's relevant now exactly. and, and i always think it's it's you know if you've taken all the time to write this stuff um put it on a blog then then share it exactly <laughs> because, because it's not going to be the same people that are seeing it yes yeah, people will yeah. see it that have seen it before but they'll just scroll on by whereas yeah. every time you put it out there's an opportunity for somebody new to read it and and realize there's another resource there for them yeah yeah and that would apply to author blogs as well if you've got an author platform definitely you know keep keep pushing your 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 info out there yeah and keep people up to date with what you're doing yeah well we went slightly track there but i think that was a useful little discussion yeah (laughs) so um well now it's time for ed's bites and this is the regular bit of the show where we each recommend a favorite resource that we think you'll find useful so mine uh, this week is the online shop cult pens um we all know that editors and authors can be obsessed with stationery and pens and um cult which pens... is another way of denise denise saying that she's obsessed yeah, with stationery and... have a ridiculous collection it's... and I, I know i'm not the only one so i don't even feel bad about it actually yeah. um but cult pens claims to have the widest range of pens on the planet i think it's something like they stock twenty thousand different types of pen oh, everything gosh. from i your... struggle to buy shampoo oh this god is... i know it's too much choice it is overwhelming but everything from you yeah. know your bog standard you know everyday pens right up to the most amazingly beautiful fountain pens and inks yeah i mean i don't do much hard copy markup these days but when i do it's the pens that I get from cult pens that I always turn to. If anyone's interested, it's the Pilot GTEC C4. 
which uh, writes, <laughs> writes a 0.2 millimeter line, which is perfect for precision when you're doing textual markup of with uh, proofreading symbols. That was I'm a little bit of technical bite. stuff I'm, for you. I'm, but with a swoon to it. I know. I just love it. See, that's the geek coming out in me. I'm very yeah, sorry. No, anyway, anyway no. Louise, what's your what's your editing about this week? I'm gonna I'm gonna move away from pens. Um, <laughs> mine is Sol Stein's book Stein on Writing. Now, what I like about this is that he shows non-fiction writers how to write and revise using some of the tricks from fiction editing. So the the book is for 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 writers. It's not it's <laughs> not just it you know it doesn't it doesn't just focus on non-fiction i didn't want to think of that so anyway as stein himself says it's not intended as a theory text but as a compendium of solutions to help writers write better definitely worth a place on any author or editor's bookshelf great so that's it for this week we hope you've enjoyed this episode thank you so much for listening to the editing podcast you can rate review and subscribe to us via apple podcasts spotify or whichever platform you prefer And as always, all the links we've mentioned are in the show notes. Bye for now. Bye. Just about all the extort... Sorry, let me start that again. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, there are loads of brilliant blog posts. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> oh, Mrs. Flooper. I know. It's nice to see you for a change. <laughs> Let's try that again. <laughs>